Welcome to Bossy Pants and the Nerd. We're Mel and Kevin, and we're going to chat with you about our passions, what we've learned, and what we love. Also, we're married to each other, and you get to listen to us talk. You are welcome. So for today's podcast, uh, I thought I would give Melanie a little bit of homework. Um, We thought we'd talk about cancel culture. When I mentioned that to Melanie, she just gave me this look like, I don't know what that is. That's a, that's a thing. And I was like, yes, unfortunately, Melanie, that is a thing. So I gave her some homework and I said, you need to look up on Wikipedia or wherever. You need to figure out what cancel culture is so that you and I can talk about it. And that'll be fun. Um, I actually don't even know if there is a Wikipedia page for cancel culture, but I gave her the homework. So we're going to start. I'm going to make Melanie tell everyone who's listening what cancel culture is in case you were blessed enough not to know either. I didn't know that this was actually an assignment. I just did a quick Google search and realized there was a lot of information and a lot of Fox News articles about cancel culture. Mm. uh, Fox News videos. Always a good sign. Which I did not watch because I will not watch Fox News. Because Fox News. Right. And... If you watch Fox News, please stop. I think there was stop. something about, I think something on CNN and a couple other news articles, like a New York Times article. Um, but from what I can g- gather, cancel culture is when a, a, a group of people who all share some sort of belief or conviction decides to publicly, some of them, some of them said shame, like public bullying, uh, a, a a public figure and say, we're no longer in support of you. We are canceling our support of you in a public and unified fashion. So I believe I actually took part in cancel. I I take part in cancel (laughs) culture all the time because as soon as Christianity today, is that the right? Yeah. Christianity today is that's the magazine, um, which I've never subscribed to or hardly even read the articles. They publicly came out against uh, President Trump as a good leader, and we were like, "Let's jump on board. We gotta support Christianity today because President Trump is um, the worst, not a good person, <laughs> let alone a good leader." So, so explain this to me. How is us signing up for Christianity today because we liked what they said? Cancel culture. Uh, we're wanting to cancel the effects that. President Trump has on the culture. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to tell you what cancel culture is. Okay. <laughs> so cancel culture is more than just, I, I am opposed to this thing. Okay. Right. It's not about like, Hey, I don't like racism. I'm opposed to racism. Yay. Cancel culture. Like that's not, it's not being against something. It's deciding this person doesn't align with my values. Therefore, I think they should not be allowed to speak or be listened to in the public forum. Mm-hmm. So like one of the big examples back a while ago, um, like somebody wants to go host some awards show like the Oscars or the Golden Globes or whatever. And it turns out that 15 years ago, the host had made a bad comment on Twitter that was a little bit racist. Mm-hmm. So cancel culture would be if a lot of people came in and said, hey, because this person said a racist thing 15 years ago, they're not allowed to have a public forum. We're not going to choose them for this because they're terrible. Um, So it's essentially canceling their opportunities or kind of like boycotting or opposing them because of the way that they don't fully agree with what what they believe. And so they, they... 
Harness, so cancel they culture. Harness, the the group harnesses their power, their group power to over to to make sure that you know no one would watch the Golden Globes essentially if you have this guy be your your host. Yeah, sort of. Like and so the yeah, Golden like Globes it's a public... is like okay, well we'll let you control us and we won't have this guy. Yes, and so it's essentially it's lamenting the lack of options and opportunities available okay. to people who are the victim of public negative campaigns. Okay. So, for instance, uh, to use a, an example from when I was a kid, you know, <laughs> Disney was like the worst company if you were an evangelical Christian in the 90s because they came out with borderline satanic movies like Mulan with ancestor worship. And Pocahontas. And then there's spirits. Aladdin with genies and Pocahontas with the wind spirits mm-hmm. and like, oh my goodness, it's not only continued because the wind spirit came back in Frozen. So clearly there's an <laughs> ulterior motive there. Gale. Gail, yes, is her name, which is brilliant, and I love it. Um, so, yeah, so, like, back in the day, we had this whole thing where we decided, well, if Disney is going to make movies like this, we're going to boycott Disney. And so the Southern Baptist Church was, like, the leader in it, but it kind of leaked over, and a whole bunch of other conservative Christians were all in favor of that. So, like, essentially, cancel culture is the new updated term for boycotts. Okay. Right. Except that it goes beyond I'm not going to buy your stuff anymore. And it goes one that one extra step further into advocating to say that no one else should be able to either. Mm. Like it's more than just I don't want to buy your product. It's advocating at local stores saying you shouldn't even carry this product. Mm -hmm. Right. So if it turns out that like Lego was, you know, secretly conducting occultic satanic rituals at their headquarters. Okay. And Christians decided, not only will I no longer buy Legos, I will now protest against stores that carry Legos. Mm. Right? Um, just to be clear, Lego does not practice occultic rituals at their headquarters, to my knowledge. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, that's that's the thing. And so... So they're leveraging group culture, group yes. think. Mm-hmm. And controlling what people do or say or, or have attempting access to. to. Yeah, or attempting mm-hmm. to. Okay. You know, so it's like a public pressure, like, hey, we believe this and we think that everyone else should too. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, so on the whole, here's here's an interesting question. Do you think that cancel culture, as we've just described it, is a positive or a negative thing? I don't know. I'm really wrestling with this. <laughs> Because everything I read sounded very negative. So I want to think it's negative. But I also think that's kind of (laughs) cool. I don't know. Like, maybe I just don't... Power to the people. Viva la revolution. Right. Like, it's not just one person dictating what I get access to. It's a whole bunch of people saying, this isn't okay and we cannot allow this. And that's powerful. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know, like how, I I suppose this can be a really really bad thing, but maybe it's cool too. I don't know. It's almost like it is maybe a it tool just depends on how and you it can use be good it. or bad depending yeah. on how it's used. Like if I take a hammer and I hammer a nail in, that's good. If I take the hammer and I try to hurt someone with it, that's bad. Yeah, if you take a hammer and you try and hammer a cat, that's terrible. Right, like that's that's bad. Okay, so right. how do we use? So are you saying that's correct, that you can use it well? Or yeah, I'm saying it's just a thing. Like, the okay. fact that, I mean, because let, let's be real. If you watch the news, particularly, you know, the more biased cable news um, on either side, to be blunt, you get a lot of really slanted opinions on stuff, mm-hmm. right? 
And it's really easy to get people to watch your show if you always have some new thing for them to be mad about. <laughs> um, whether you, we like to admit it or not, we humans are not rational beings. We're very emotional beings. And getting angry or being afraid of something is like one of the strongest emotive responses we've got. Mm. Closely followed by anger and outrage. Mm-hmm. Right? So what does cancel culture do? It says, oh my goodness, this person is doing this thing that you are scared of. Mm-hmm. This person is doing this thing that is going to uh, you know, change everything and you should be afraid. Um, and then we can get anger and we can have righteous anger and we can go and be mobilized and go do good things by shutting this down. Mm-hmm. Right? So like it plays on emotions. Mm-hmm. When people boycott, you know, like whether it's the conservative Christians back in the 90s and being mad at Disney and frankly, half of everything else in the world, or whether it's, you know, progressives who are boycotting Walmart because it, you know, shuts down local businesses or, Mm -hmm. you know, the people kind of trending towards getting away from Amazon because, Mm -hmm. you know, they don't pay people enough and they're shutting down and potentially stealing intellectual property. Mm -hmm. You know, like all those things. Or like, you know, don't buy China was huge 10, 15 years ago. Don't buy China or from China? From China. Okay. Yeah, you can't buy China. It's kind of expensive. Yeah, you can buy China. You can buy China. Well, not the country, but like I'm talking about the country, China, like plates. People didn't boycott stuff. China the plates. <laughs> I just Who wanted, boycotted China I plates. Just wanted to be clear. Is I this just, some sort of secret campaign against my mom for using China? Maybe she has like three sets. Well, she did. She did. Anyways, anyway, that's that's totally not the point. But yeah, so like there's there's a natural tendency for us to want to resist change, right? It's this very emotional. Urgh. No, there's not. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> So the funny thing is then, like, okay, so if we're going to see positive use of, for instance, cancel culture, okay. we would want to be thoughtful about what we do. Mm-hmm. We'd want to carefully consider, is this something that needs to be opposed? We'd want to maybe even think about both sides of the issue before acting. What? I know. Um, I reject this notion. I know. This whole thoughtful, considerate, arguing both sides. Like, more people should have joined debate team in high school. Shutting your mouth and listening instead of just gearing up for your argument. Mm. Hmm. I know that's tough. That sounds hard. I'm not super good at that either. (laughs) So, but I mean, like, so if we wanted to talk about cancel culture, like, first of all, if you read Fox News articles and CNN articles and MSNBC articles about it, you're going to get articles that are designed by those media outlets to make people scared, afraid, angry, outraged, so that you click their next article. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, you get a little bit of a dopamine hit when you get mad at something. And really? you feel like, yeah. And, you know, like, getting dopamine hits on a regular basis is literally addictive. Mm-hmm. Like, it's the same stuff you get when you scroll through Facebook and you see, like, whoa, that selfie they took, that looks awful. I'm so much cooler than them. Like, there's these tiny little micro dopamine hits that you get. And that's how you get addicted to something. Hmm. And so most media, like most mass media has realized that if you make people afraid or scared or angry, they're going to want more and they're going to come back and they're going to watch your article next time and you keep getting ad revenue. Wow. So like the, the basic premise of media these days or mass media, whether it's, you know, Huffington Post clickbait articles or if it's the cable news networks or whatever, it's... How can I make this person who's about to click my article angry or afraid so that they click it? Hmm. And so that that way I get ad revenue. And so that way I can I can keep my job. Mm-hmm. Like their job is not to inform you. Because informing people and giving well-reasoned, nuanced articles 
They're long articles. Nobody reads them and nobody clicks them. Mm-hmm. So you don't make money. Mm. And so cancel culture is kind of like the unfortunate byproduct of a mass media that is designed to make you angry. That's all about consumerism. Yes. And money. Yeah. So what if we cancel cultured Fox News? I mean, people have tried. Or NBC. Or people have tried. Okay. I mean, but like the thing is, is like cancel culture, it's not binary. It's like, it's not like you're doing it or you're not. Mm -hmm. And it either works or it's not. It's like, how upset are people at this? Like, it's like trending stuff on Twitter. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, it doesn't matter. We can have free Breonna Taylor or, sorry, arrest the killers of Breonna Taylor Mm -hmm. uh, trending on Twitter for like months. Mm -hmm. It doesn't guarantee that the police department actually takes any sort of retribution Mm -hmm. or corrective action against the cops who killed her while she was sleeping. So do you not know that you are a part of, I don't know how to say it, but a cancel culture or you're... Unless, until it's actually being effective. Like, you can't say, I'm a part of this. Like, you can say, I'm boycotting this, like, by yourself. mm -hmm. But you're not a part of of cancel culture unless it's actually affecting change. Well, it's not going to be noted. It's not going to be called cancel culture unless it works. Right. That's what I was getting at. Right. Um, And cancel culture, for some reason, seems to be specific. Okay. Right. Like, people don't talk about cancel culture as an aspect of American culture where we just really love being against stuff we're just naturally combative people Mm -hmm. i think that's closer to the truth right like i think america right now is full of a bunch of scared outrageously angry people right who don't want to be told what to do we love being against things like that's that's who we are we're individualistic Mm -hmm. like it's our entire history it's all about me it is (laughs) it is if you're american it is all about you (laughs) which is why america is having issues actually fighting the coronavirus. Right. P.S. Wear your mask. Um, so cancel culture then for some reason has gotten like slanted one way or the other. And so cancel culture has been a way of people who have power and standing getting really mad at the people who say they shouldn't have power and standing. Right. That's what I don't get. I don't like so. I don't know. So it's not just like you're bullying a random person who mm-hmm. has no clout. Like, this is coming up against someone who has so much clout that it takes 150 million people mm-hmm. or whatever. Sure. I just made up that number. To actually change the effects that that person has on the mm-hmm. world. Yeah, or like, you know, there's this whole thing with Goya beans, which is completely ridiculous, by the way. Where, <laughs> you know, something came out and like the CEO or... I, and I'll be honest, I didn't pay super close attention. But somebody from the Goya Beans company, like the CEO or somebody important, like started praising President Trump. And so people were like, well, we don't like President Trump, so we're not going to buy Goya Beans. So far, it seems like it's a pretty straightforward boycott. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, your company stands for stuff I don't like. You're complimenting things I don't approve of. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go buy a different brand of beans. Okay. No big deal, right? Except that then President Trump and his daughter Ivanka both like took posed pictures advertising for goya beans in the white house okay to fight what they called was cancel culture oh my gosh because they felt bad because the the ceo of goya beans should be allowed to say whatever he wants and these poor people who aren't buying their beans anymore are just being so mean to them 
Which is bean. <laughs> being. So, I'm so mean to them. Yeah, so like, so the problem is now you've got like multiple steps to the, the relationships, right? You've got the original free speech, like the dude's allowed to compliment whoever he wants. Sure. Just because he owns a company doesn't mean he does not have First Amendment rights. Mm-hmm. However, the people who don't like what he says also have the right in a free economy to not buy his stuff. Right. So the fact that we're now criticizing people who say, hey, I don't like your company, I'm not going to buy your stuff, as if that's somehow un-American or bad, is super weird. Yeah, I feel like that's the whole definition of what it means to be in a free country. Right. Well, the free market, (laughs) the whole idea is whichever company best serves my needs Mm -hmm. deserves my money. Mm Mm-hmm. And the whole theory of the free market is then the the company that best serves your needs will make the most money and will succeed. Mm -hmm. And if a company is not serving public needs, they will collapse and be closed. Right. So I'm I'm having a say um, on what values I I get to inform. uh, I get to support the companies that support my values and hold my values. Mm -hmm. So I am really passionate about things that are fair trade Mm -hmm. that have... um, fair wages for their employees that are uh, sustainably sourced mm-hmm. um, products. And that takes a lot of research right. to figure out where these clothes are coming from and who's making them and where the fabrics are sourced from or coffee or chocolate or any of those things. And so I get to say, I support this and this is what I believe mm-hmm. in, in terms of, or even uh, to s- choose one coffee shop over another based on mm-hmm. what type of employees they uh, How much do they, they pay employee. their employees? Hey, yeah. this coffee is more expensive over at this coffee shop, but it's because they pay their baristas twice as much. Right. Or so I'm going to go shop there anyway. You it, know, like, mm-hmm. so the entire free market is built on those kind of decisions that each individual person makes for themselves. Right. That affects change in the long run. And so the problem with criticizing cancel culture then is you're you're essentially making the argument that people should be immune to consequences of their actions. Right. So, for instance, the president of Goya Beans not only has the right, or CEO, or whoever said it, the Goya Beans guy (laughs) should not only be guaranteed the right to say whatever he wants, but he should also be protected from the consequences of whatever he, he says. Right. Which, that's the step that I think cancel culture the criticism of cancel culture really gets wrong, mm-hmm. right? And especially as an aside, the fact that the president of the United States did a free advertisement for Goya beans from the resolution desk in the Oval Office what in is the horrifyingly heck? illegal. Yes. And Why I can only imagine what would have happened if any other president had done it. But since it's Trump, we're all just like, whoa, bigger fish to fry. 150,000 dead from COVID. We're just going to like, we're just going to let that one slide because... Yeah. It's about beans. We're going to move on. Right. Sma. Sma. Which is Melanie's, <laughs> by the way, pronunciation of shake my head, S-M-H, that people put on I social thought, media. I didn't know it stood for anything. I thought it was just sma. <laughs> so she's decided to start saying that out loud, which, well, I mean, I guess like it's like people lol. saying lol, except that. Which we stole, totally started. Like, of all the people, Are I Are you really going to try and tell everyone that, that we started saying lol, lol. out yes. loud? Yes, like... It was you and me that we did that. Ago, we started doing that. And people were like, what are you guys doing? We're saying lol. People are going to start a cancel culture campaign against us because that's <laughs> clearly not true. That's fair. Okay, so I have a question. Yes. Thinking back to... I mean, there's 
this happens all the time with whether it's Nike supporting Colin Kaepernick mm-hmm. or what was the thing with Papa John and Papa John's something in the uh, NFL. He said some things that ago. many people called homophobic. Okay. If I so, remember right. So yeah, if someone, if a company or a leader of a company. Or Chick-fil-A not supporting gay Yeah, rights. or Hobby Lobby not mm-hmm. supporting uh, contraceptives. contraceptives. With their, mm-hmm. Like, okay, well, I disagree with that. So I'm going to take my business elsewhere. But that's more of a boycott. So like I'm, I'm saying there's almost no difference between cancel culture and boycotts. Okay. So if enough people boycott, it becomes cancel culture. What I think the difference is Why is, is can- that yeah. boycott is a large group of people making individual decisions that happen to line up. Yeah. I think if you want to make a differentiation between boycotting and cancel culture, uh-huh. cancel culture goes the extra step to say and they should not have a public platform anymore. Okay. And Goya beans should not be carried so, by my local grocery store. Oh, okay. And it's trying to also make that decision for someone else. So we're taking away other people's choices. And so if there's if there is something to be criticized in cancel culture, mm-hmm. it's that you're making the decision not only to not buy Goya beans, you're making the decision to try and convince your local grocery store to not carry it either. Okay. Which is not in any way wrong. Mm-hmm. You're allowed to go to your local grocery store and say, hey, I shop here a lot. I would rather you not do this thing. Because. I would be happier to give you my money and my business Mm -hmm. if you stopped carrying this product. Yeah. That's, there's nothing wrong with that. Right. But it does go a little bit farther than a normal boycott would. Okay. Right. And so I think that's, that's maybe the, the distinction we need to make is that the dynamic of complaining about cancel culture though, to me, is a little bit more insidious than just being mad that somebody's boycotting your stuff. Okay. Right. Because what it does is it creates this whole like other to be mad at. Mm-hmm. Right. It's feeding into that same cycle of anger and fear and outrage. Right. Yeah. So like now President Trump can go out there and say, not only do I support Goya beans, look at me at the picture in the Oval Office with a bunch of beans on my desk. which is just <laughs> stupid. I can't believe there's so many layers. To I that. can't believe I'm not making this up. Um, so he's sitting there and he's he's got the beans on his Oval Office desk. <laughs> And he's like, not only do I support Goya beans, you should too. And beyond that, we should all be mad at the people that don't buy Goya beans. And so, again, it's just further dividing everyone. Mm -hmm. It's trying to, like, protect the rights and privileges of the people who already have crazy amounts of right and privilege. Mm -hmm. Um, Generally, people who are rich complain about cancel culture. Yeah. People who are poor don't. Right. Like, it's it's kind of a classist kind of thing to do. Mm -hmm. Because mass public movement is really the only power that poor people have. Exactly. And so complaining about that power is kind of reinforcing the classism that is just naturally inherent in America. So let's and that's talk my that's my complaint. About a bug's life. <laughs> I did not see that coming. <laughs> because Okay guys. Kevin has seen A Bug's Life probably more than any person. I can I can probably quote the entire movie. It's like, fun to end. <laughs> you really can. Yeah. Um, because his brother Can I just lay the, the thing so out? So here's... The grasshoppers and the ants. The, the grasshoppers and the ants about, is where I'm, assuming, I'm going. Right? Yeah. yeah. So the, the grasshoppers were like the overlords. Every year they forced the ants to collect their food. And then the grasshoppers, while well, they come, they eat, they leave. They mm-hmm. come, they eat the food, and then they leave. Mm-hmm. And Hopper, the main big bad grasshopper, in case you didn't tell by the name... Um, essentially was just super mad because one time they didn't collect enough. 
And so everyone's like, that's okay. You could just let it go. And he's like, no, what you don't remember and what I hope they never remember is that they outnumber us 100 to 1. Mm. And so we may be bigger. We may be stronger. But there's a heck of a lot more of them than there are of us. Mm -hmm. And so we need to make sure that we keep them in line. And that includes, you know, punishment. He threatened to kill their queen. Mm -hmm. You know, like there's all these like real world, like actual totalitarian dictatorship themes in this Disney movie. (laughs) And so like getting people mad at cancel culture is essentially getting one group of poor people to turn on the other group of poor people so that the people who are rich and have money can stay rich and have money. Because now we've got a bunch of people who support President Trump who are poor that would benefit from higher equality, who are really mad at another group of poor people who would benefit from more equality, and we're fighting each other. And that's division. And that's mm-hmm. division, which divide and conquer is exactly what the rich have always done against the poor. Right. Oh, is that what that phrase means? <laughs> yes. I mean, I'm always like, Yes, that is what that phrase like, means. <laughs> you take this kid and I'll take this kid and we'll get the job done. Like... I mean, now, it, divide and conquer would actually be better to say, we're going to give our older daughter fruit snacks and then tell our younger <laughs> daughter that we're not going to give her any and then watch them fight with each other so they'll leave us alone and we can go watch TV. Right. That would be dividing and conquering. Right. So, wh- so when the <laughs> ants are all hating each other and infighting, it's accomplishing the work and the yes. fear and the division that the grasshoppers right. wanted. Because as soon as the ants realize that the other ants are not the problem, the grasshoppers are the problem, they, yeah. then everyone just turns on the grasshoppers and the fight's over. And it was amazing. And they went away forever. Raise the barricades. And they also... Do you hear the little ants sing, singing the songs, songs of, of angry, angry ants? ants. <laughs> so many... I'm referencing references. so many musicals and things right you now. You never knew that Lame is and A Bug's Life were basically... Lame is A Bug's Life and Cancel Culture. That's the title of the podcast, I think. All right. Sounds good. Cancel Culture. Not as bad as you think it is. Peace. <laughs> I think a bird just ran into the... <laughs> I think it did. Bounce spout. Did a bird just Doom. ran into our house? All right, that's fun. <laughs>